Hey everyone, great to have you again for the Inner Revolution podcast. Very excited for the month of September, covering some different themes on the end days. And just like our last podcast, we talked about the Bema Seat. We have a special guest today, uh, Pastor Sturge Gorham, and he is a beautiful friend, probably the kindest man I know. And he's been working with teenagers for over 30 years and a pastor here at Greater Grace, worship leader, and uh, just someone that is I'm really happy to have on the cast today. But just thinking with you today as we look at our world and looking at all that's going around, there's a lot of uncertainty, but thank you, Lord, that there is great certainty in Christ. He's the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. So, Pastor Serge, great to have you today. I know you had some thoughts on your heart today, and we're just glad to have you. So That's fire great. away. It's great to be here. So, obviously, everybody everybody knows what's going on in the country and the world and the prevailing spirit. And uh, I could give you a little illustration of what happened the other day. I was uh, standing at my door and uh, my next door neighbor who's in his 20s, this young young guy and you know he works, lives with mom and dad and, and just uh, you could tell he, he kind of wanted he, he's bored, he's, he's looking for some adventure um, and uh, he's, he's out front on his uh, skateboard and uh, I, I said to him, I just yelled out, I said, hey Reed Whatever you do, don't be safe. And he just laughed and said, "Okay, I, I get you." And um, you know, think about the, the the spirit that's in this country right now, and that the buzzword. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I I have where it's the buzzword is now, be safe. Hmm. Uh, you you meet somebody at the grocery store and you're leaving, and they say, "Be safe." Be safe, be safe. And uh, what? Let, let's think about the root of that statement. Um, safety many times, and that, that attitude is many times a result of fear. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of getting hurt. I'm afraid of uh, getting a disease. I'm afraid of a bad relationship. I'm afraid of losing my job. I'm afraid of, of uh, what's going to happen to my, me and my family. So I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it safe. So I'm going to go along with the prevailing attitude around me, whether it's in my job, uh, whether it's, um, you know, with, with my family, um, friends, whatever. But I was thinking about Esther uh, yesterday and uh, the decisions that she had to make. And... Um, but uh, how how important it was for her to have a Mordecai in her life, a, a man that didn't play it safe, that wasn't afraid to go against the tide. And, uh, you know, we see in these last days, that's really what's, what we're facing as believers. We're facing a decision. Do I go with the flow or do I stand mm. for Christ? Do I go with the flow or do I stand for Christ regardless of the consequences. And the only way, really, I mean, we can talk about it, but the only way that we can really do that is if we are fearless. And the only way we can be fearless is uh, 1 John 4, 18. 
uh, there is no fear in love, but perfect love uh, kicks fear out the door. Um, so I, I was thinking of Esther. Uh, first of all, she was raised by Mordecai as a little girl. Her parents had died and it was her uncle. And now she was in a position where uh, Mordecai had openly defied Haman by not bowing. And Haman wanted to destroy not just Mordecai, but all the Jews. So let's just, let's switch the name of Jews to Christians. What if it was Christians? What if it was a, a Christian leader that, uh, that really um, uh, provoked a, uh, a government leader? And, and that government leader was so upset that he said, you know what, I'm not just going to take it out on you but I'm going to take it out on Christianity in general. And this is kind of, I just want to put ourselves in the place of Mordecai and Esther. And uh, so she was the queen. She was right at the, the top of, the, of the, the political spectrum. And yet she had to make a decision as a believer, as one of God's children, one of God's people as a Jew, whether or not she would be, play it safe. She could have play, tried to play it safe, but if you remember what uh, her uncle Mordecai said to her, he said, just because you are uh, in the palace, that does not mean that you will not uh, suffer as the rest of the Jews. And who knows that, that God has brought you here for such a time as this. Um, I'll read it to you. For if you, this is her, her uncle Mordecai said, Esther, if you remain completely silent at this time, and isn't that, a, isn't that another sign of the times where silent Christians are being silent when they should be speaking out mm -hmm. in love, but still speaking out their convictions. If you remain completely silent at this time, Mordecai said to Esther, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And uh, if you've read the story uh, right after that, she says, uh, she says, please pray and fast for three days and I will do the same. And then if so, I will go to the king, which is against the law. It's against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So th this whole story really wraps around this whole idea of safety. You know, am I going to be a believer that plays it safe all the time, that doesn't want to stir things up, or I'm going to have the attitude of Esther? And if I perish, I perish. But I know that I'm loved by God. And it really doesn't matter. We can go down the line, the three Hebrew boys in the furnace before King Nebuchadnezzar. You know, we are not careful to answer you on this matter. Um, and, and really, I believe in these last days, we're being put in the same position in a different degree and maybe in a different scenario. But we can't afford to play it safe. Why? Well, let me, let me say this. We're, we're saved. We're going to heaven. We're already in the lifeboat. But are we willing to get out of it and to bring people into that lifeboat? Are we willing to, to, to look at the people drowning around us, take the, the risk 
to share the gospel with people. Take the risk. Instead of playing it safe, let's take the risk to go against the tide and against the, the common spirit that's in this, in this country. Instead of playing it safe, let's just do the opposite. Let's take the risk and say, if I perish, I perish, mm. but God is for me. Wow. Amen. Uh, this is such a relevant story, I think, Pastor Sturridge. And uh, maybe our listener is thinking, well, I want to just get tiptoe through the tulips here to get safely to the grave. But but really, I think when we take that risk, we have a mission adventure. Like you said to your neighbor, don't play it safe. Because I think a lot of Christians, um, the boredom, the lack of the edge on their faith, they can kind of be complacent. And today, uh, being silent really is consent. Like if I'm not speaking out against it, then really I'm silently agreeing with it. Maybe someone wouldn't say that. But but in your heart, Pastor, how have you, like I'm sure that God gave you the courage when maybe there was intimidation, maybe there was, uh, you know, I just want a comfortable life. Uh, no, but, you know, living in that in the avoidances so that we can just enjoy our our natural life, but really more than ever, we're seeing that the perfect will of God is the safest place, um, and that could be uh, that could be in a very dangerous part of the world. But if it's God's will that I'm there, or you're there, uh, that that God would have His angels in Psalm 37 encamp- encamped around you and uh you know i we can think of some dangerous places right like west baltimore right but if god says go then then that's the safest place on the planet and um i just want to read a verse but i i I want you to maybe comment on that Um, but job 519 i love this he shall deliver you in six troubles yes in seven there shall be no evil that touches you. Very, very interesting uh, chapter here in chapter five. Uh, Verse seven says, man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. So if we're trying to play it safe, we're ultimately going to enter that herd mentality and be washed away or wiped away without any real impact or influence, right? So I don't know, maybe you want to comment on that. What are some ways that not, not in a reckless way or careless way, but more of an intentional way. I don't know. What would you say to yeah. that? Well, it, it makes me think of a, this, the, the story of uh, Billy Graham's wife, uh, Ruth. When she was a little girl, they grew up in China, her and her family. Her dad was a, uh, a surgeon, and they lived in this um, medical compound in China, and they were constantly surrounded by danger. If, if it was warlords if it was the, the communist, if it was the Japanese, they lived through incredible danger. And uh, there were, you know, uh, rifles firing all the time. There was disease. There was cannonballs uh, missing them by feet. There was like unbelievable things going on around her as a little girl. She said, I was never afraid because my parents were never afraid. Hmm. I was never afraid because my parents we're never afraid. And I just speaking of leaders and leadership, it's so important as parents and as leaders for the people that are under us, that are looking up to us, that there's no fear because that, that, that trickles down. That fear can trickle down 
to the people that are below you. And um, but I really I, I when, when you were talking about the passage, I was thinking of Paul's attitude, like Paul the apostle. What did he say? You you think I'm crazy in Second Corinthians five thirteen? If I'm crazy, it's it's unto God, and if I'm in my right man, it's right my, my right mind. It's for your sake. But what is it that gives me this boldness and this fearlessness? It's the love of Jesus Christ that mm. constrains me, that that presses upon me from all sides. Suneko in the Greek, it, it's the same word as a throng. It throngs me. It's constantly, it's constantly influencing me. And and when I go into the inner city every week, and I'm 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 in some pretty bad neighborhoods, I just love people. Yeah. I just love people. I just loving people and just looking beyond everything else. There's such safety. There's such boldness. There's such confidence. And I never there. I never sense any fear or any insecurity. Because I know, like you, you, you mentioned in Job, is that God is protecting us. And in Matthew twenty eight twenty, lo, I am with you always, mm. even to the end of the world. What a promise for a soul winner, for somebody that shares the gospel, the, that, that promise of safety. Yeah, I mean, even Psalm 91, right? The spiritual, yeah. the spiritual guard that's around us. But uh, like you're saying, there's this mindset today, like play it safe. Uh, and it's the world trying to control what they can't control. They want to control the outcome. They want to enter into risk management. But as a believer, faith has nothing to do with risk management. <laughs> it's glorifying God. It's speaking when it's not popular uh, with a spirit of kindness. With a, But I, I, this quote by Ravenhill, Leonard Ravenhill, amazing man that's now with the Lord. He said that if we have intimacy with God, we will not be intimidated by man. And so I just I just encourage us today. Are you playing it safe? Um, are you maybe God spoken to you about something and you're kind of rationalizing, thinking, well, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to work, and what if this happens, and you know, the the perf the the uh, the back and forth of the pros and cons, right? We do that, right? I've done that. Yep. Well, this would benefit me here. That wouldn't so much benefit me here, but. But honoring God and saying, in these end days, what we know of the future changes the way that we live today. That was our last cast. And mm. what do we know? We know that perilous times are now. And we know that uh, evil is waxing greater and greater. But the power and authority of God, the truth of God, is always, always more powerful and and I love what our pastor was sharing recently about Peter. Peter did not play it safe. He walked outside the boat and he stepped on that water. He defied everything, walked on everything that was uh, meant to keep him in the boat. And and uh, maybe God's calling us to walk outside the boat, to take a risk hmm. and uh, led by the Spirit, of course. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I think that... He's, he is a, a great example of, of a man that lives by faith and not by sight. That, that in, in the Second Corinthians 5, we walk by faith and not by sight. Not by senses. That's another good word for sight. Not by our senses, mm. 
but by faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the substance. Peter got out of the boat by faith. <laughs> faith was his substance, not the water. Faith was his substance. Ah, and good. so we don't wait. We don't wait for the situation to get better before we take that step of faith. We're, the faith is the substance that we step out on. And uh, I like the Amplified that says, uh, faith perceiving as fact what is not revealed to the senses. Wow, Faith perceiving as fact what is not revealed to the senses. Wow. And, uh, you know, again, getting back to Matthew 28, 20. I mean, these disciples, Jesus just said, he said, go and make disciples of all nations, uh, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit, and lo, I am with you always. And isn't that enough for us that mm. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is with us. In Hebrews 13, 5, in the Amplified, it says, um, let your character be without craving for earthly possessions, for greed, and be satisfied with your present circumstances, with what you have. For God himself has said, listen to this. God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, hmm. nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not, so that we may take comfort and be encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Wow. That's the Amplified That's version. That's the Amplified. <laughs> I love that version because uh, it just really expounds on who God is. I mean, uh, it's interesting. You quoted 2 Corinthians 5, 7. One, one translator says this. It says, he says, walk in wonder. Don't walk in what you understand. Mm -hmm. Like we can limit God and to know that he is with us and he'll never, no, never, no, never leave us nor forsake us. You know, uh, one person was mentioning this to me today. You know, you watch the news today and it just seems like our country's on fire. But is it? Is our country really on fire? I don't think it is uh, to the degree that maybe the media is promoting it. I mean, we're seeing the hot spots, no doubt. Mm -hmm. But um, when you're out on the streets talking with people, there's two Americas, isn't there? Yes. And um, I love what you said earlier, like the the conservative, the Christian, the spirit-filled, praying believer. This is not a time to be silent. So what should we be saying, Pastor Sturge, just as we close here in the next few minutes? What are some things that we could say to people that would uh, help them uh and, and clear up some uncertainties. What are some things we could say to them? Well, Putting one, you on the spot here. No, one thing I, 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 one thing I say all the time to strangers, uh, whether I'm at the supermarket or wherever I am, I always, always keep, keep tracks on me. And uh, my question is, hey, have you heard any good news today? That's my question. Okay. Hey, have you heard any good news today? And usually nine out of ten times they say no. And then I just give them a track and I say, well, I got some good news for you. God really cares for you. Mm. God really cares for you. 
And just a simple thing like that, I've had people just tear up and say, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. Wow. Because because of just the, the condition of people's souls in this country. So that's just a little practical. That's good. Uh, hope, right? Yeah. Like uh, 95.1 says, make hope louder. I like their little phrase there. It says, make hope louder. Like, really, uh, safety. I can have all the weaponry, all the preparation, all the uh, alarms. I could walk around with 15 alarms on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but am I really safe? Like, what's going on inside? Mm. Like we have a joke, like in the Ukraine, they, um, I used to be a missionary over in the Ukraine for a bunch of years and they have these amazing doors. Like they're the, the, uh, entry door is like steel and they always boast. They say, you know, well, not even a grenade can get through this door. I said, that's true, but your window, I can blow on it practically or take my jackknife and get in. It's so flimsy. It's like, we can be so safe and, and, and armed up to the teeth, but what's going on inside? Mm. It's like this. We mm. can have all this security, and then we turn our television on, and we're robbed blind, right? It's like, you know, what, what goes on there in Psalm wow. 101? So, you know, what, what we say today is maybe identify your influences, uh, identify what you're thinking about, make sure it's something that's bringing you to the Lord, and turn off toxic, uh, to- turn yes. off toxic things that uh, breed and, and encourage fear. Right? If yep. you're around somebody that's yep. like a news journalist, I, we don't need more journalists in our lives. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, how about good news? Words of hope. Um, my, what's my Bible saying to me today? What's my future? You know, Revelations is an amazing book. It's a mysterious book, mm-hmm. a militant book. It's a marvelous book. It's, there's so much mystery to it, but it's our, it's our future, right? Yeah. And to study that book and to see just the uh, continuity and relevance, and it's unfolding today. Yeah, yeah. It's unfolding and, today. And, and the, the other thing I was thinking is that um, when, we, when we're alone too much, when we're alone by ourselves too much, that's not good either. Because what you end up doing is is listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself. Wow. And we've heard that from our pastor. Uh, stop listening to yourself because more people are dying of suicide than COVID. More people are dying of suicide than COVID. Why? Because they're 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 spending a lot of time alone. They're not they don't have a covering, they don't have fellowship, and uh, they're depressed and they're listening to themselves. And not only listening to the news, but they're listening to their own souls and they're ending up in despair. So that's a big word, like the psychic noise in us. We just did a service this weekend for a young man that took his life and that's on the rise. You know, alcohol's on the rise, like the coping mechanisms, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Violent crime on the rise, like. But with God, it's like in these end days, I think of uh, Proverbs one thirty. it says that if we hearken unto the Lord, he'll keep us from the fear of evil. Great verse. Mm-hmm. So am I listening to God? Am I hearing his words? Am I feeding on his words? Uh, it'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. That's another one, 26.3 of, of Isaiah. But hey, it's been great having you, Pastor Sturge. Any last, uh, Any last words that... I'm just encouraged by your life, your commitment to teens and youth, 
Uh, 30 years working with youth. What, anything, anything you've learned over 30 years? Holy smokes. Well, love never fails. Love never, it never gives up. It never gives up. Mm. It never fails. And uh, honestly, it's, it's the answer. We, it it mm. casts out fear. Uh, it, 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 uh, faith works by love. And um, when you just let God love you through, through the body of Christ, through the word of God, through your own time with the Lord, mm. it just, it just uh, you're so built up that uh, you can't be touched. Amazing. I met you when I was in 13, 14, and uh, it's like you haven't changed <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways, but your life testifies of that. I mean, love can be very messy, yeah, but it's unfailing, yep. and you've got a beautiful family, beautiful ministry, and thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, sir. All right. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.